everybody. Welcome to Chelsea and Charles Brown the Bell. I'm Hi. Chelsea LeSage. Hi, welcome. <laughs> I'm Charles D. Lincoln. That is Charles D. Lincoln, and he is not comatose, we swear. We're just like <laughs> exhausted from like watching this crazy night- past week in women's wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's craziness going on. We have our uh, our weekly uh, episode today, and then uh, tune in later on for our Royal Rumble. Not Royal Rumble. <laughs> Fuck, Jesus. See? See? I, I don't He's even exhausted. know what, what, I don't Survivor know what month series, it is. Survivor Series. Survivor Series. Yes. Yeah, so tune in yes. after this episode, and you'll get your special PPV episode from Chelsea and Charles Brianna Bell. Yes. So yeah. um, we also <laughs> we want to wish a happy birthday today. Um, because we do birthday shout-outs, of course. No, we don't, unless you <laughs> contribute to um, Bishop's Cove. Senate yeah, Bishop's right? Cove will give you a fuck. Tell you what, if you contribute $10 to Bishop's Cove, we'll give you a birthday shout-out. That's there a you good go. idea. Wait, whose birthday is it? It's uh, Radu Sanchez, um, who uh, of uh, the singer of Dead Rights, who, oh. uh, who named our uh, podcast, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Radu. Um, That's hilarious. Yeah, he was the one who suggested that we go. Uh, I think it was either him or his girlfriend, but they suggested Beyond the Bell when we were trying to figure out a um, a name for the podcast. Yeah, you were so, like, you were like, Chelsea, can you think of a name? I was completely useless. So thank you, Radu, yeah. and happy birthday. Yes. Give us ten dollars. So, <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. And uh before we before we uh start uh talking about women's wrestling uh this week. Um Chelsea, how does chewable toothpaste work? How I does saw chewable yeah, toothpaste I, work. Well, yes. no, you still you just like break it up in your mouth and then you brush it. Oh, well then it's not really chewable then, is it? Well, you can I chew thought, it. Yeah. I you thought can, it was like gum that just happened to make your like I did an ad for a chewable vegan like eco-friendly um chewable mm-hmm. tooth I don't even remember the name of them so I can't even shout them out. Um chew tap <laughs> something I don't know. It tasted like toothpaste just in like a circular form. But no, it's good oh. for the environment. It's plastic free, it's eco-friendly, it's vegan. There's no aluminum like you usually get in your normal toothpaste. So there you go, go buy it. But no, it mm. doesn't taste great. Do you know how they <laughs> say aluminum in England, don't you? Aluminium. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> You're um, weird, England. Aluminium. <laughs> anyway. Yes. 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 So, yeah, no, it's one of those words that, like, when I lived over there, I, I, I had no idea that was the same word as aluminum. Yeah, you were like, I'm sorry, <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah, no, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I've never heard of this substance <laughs> you're speaking of. And they, were, and they, I forget what it was. It was like aluminum foil or something, and they were pointing to it. I'm like, oh, oh, you mean aluminum? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's actually so, there's this really there's this really great um episode of Parks and Recreation where Andy Dwyer played by um what the fuck is his name? Uh Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Chris Pratt, yeah. So it's Chris Pratt talking to like this Oh my English god, I dude. got that right? I've actually never watched that show. I yes. was just guessing because Chris yes, Pratt's on the Chris show. Pratt. My it's next Pratt. guess was gonna be Aubrey Plaza. Um, that's his wife in the show. But no, so so he's talking with um Chris Pratt, this like English dude, and just like cuts like in the middle of a conversation and he's like, Aluminium, why? How do you pronounce it? And like Andy Dwyer's just such an idiot. He goes, Get this, aluminum. Like he just mispronounces the normal American speaking way to, to pronounce oh, aluminum, and I just love it so much. So that's oh, how dear. I know. You know, I've lived yeah. in England too, but that's how I know that it's aluminium was from that TV yeah. show. Anyway, yeah. on to NXT. Uh, well, almost, almost to NXT. Oh, uh, before we start, we uh, we do want to tell people um, about our crowdfunding campaign. 
Yes. Because it's uh, it's very important. Um, Chelsea and I, besides being uh, wrestling journalists, and mm-hmm. uh, because we are wrestling journalists, uh, Dave Meltzer, I, I really want to know where our ballots were for the uh, Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame, because we are wrestling journalists. But, um, <laughs> you know, uh, as wrestling journalists, we are... We are also filmmakers. Yes, and uh, that, that is makes our us true... super important. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, we, that is our, our true passion. And um, we have a crowdfunding campaign going for a film uh, I'm directing and Chelsea is starring in called Bishop's Cove. It's a horror film. Um, whether or not you're into horror films, um, I would ask that you contribute a little bit. As, even as low as $10 will give you a good feeling inside. And a birthday shout-out. You can even lie to us and say that it's your birthday, even if it isn't. We don't care. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but you know what? Like, we can only do this through your contributions. And if you do listen to us, um, you know, the wor- it wouldn't hurt you to, you know, throw some money our way. Um, yes. Go to igg.me slash at slash Bishop's Cove, B I S H O P S C O V E. I can word. tell now. I can tell now that you've been like saying it out loud enough because you have it memorized. You have the yes. like, you're not looking down anymore. You have it memorized. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I totally. I've been fucking plugging this shit for a while. So I, uh, you know, I'm I'm in that like you know promo thing, and we have like you know what forty something days to go. Right. Uh, so, you know, we're at 4%, uh, we'd like to, uh, we'd like to get to more. We have a whole bunch of different perks. Um, if you listen to our other podcast, you can, uh, become a guest on it. Um, we might even review a film if you've made a film. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we might expand, uh, depending on, uh, how many, how many we get from our Beyond the Bell audience, because we can tell where they come from. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we might expand to some of these, uh, some wrestling-related, um, you know, perks. So, so give us your money, pretty please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, people. So let's go on to NXT. Yeah, so we open with, like, the Shotzi promo that's really great where she's, like, wiping grease, she's down and dirty, and she goes on to talk about how people want to destroy everything, but what we have to do is, like build and rise up so obviously doing dealing with the aftermath of the destruction of her tank and she tells candace to get an army yeah we have war pigs yes. from uh black sabbath playing um uh-huh. and uh we discover on december 6th war games um basically uh war games. yeah yeah so that's you know you know i'm a huge fan of war games the two cages uh two rings in two cages with uh you know People coming in every couple, every, like, I think two minutes or something, and then they just murder each other for, like, the next, yeah, like, half hour or so. So I'm really looking forward to that. And speaking of Shotzi, um, and Chelsea and I were talking about it a little bit earlier, um, Shotzi uh, has done an interview with Lillian Garcia, you can see on the WWE Network. That's um, For free. Yeah. um, It's really great, actually. It's very deep. And um, I learned a whole lot about Shotzi Blackheart that I did not know before. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's very brave and it's also very entertaining. So, you know. Yeah. So go give it a watch. Yeah. It's because it just, it'll just make you fall more in love with her. It, really. What I, what I really found interesting about it was, uh, basically that her journey into wrestling began with her and her sister watching Monday night raw and seeing the Wyatt family. And, <laughs> uh, you know, her sister was like, Oh, we should become valets for them. And Shotzi was like, no, we should become a tag team. 
And, uh, so good. yeah, Shotzi's sister did not follow up with it, but Shotzi did. And, uh, well, look at that. Shotzi is now one of our favorite people. So she is. And what I love most is that she, we find out is she's a musical theater kid, just like me. Yeah. Makes me very happy. Yeah. There's uh they show that she had been in rent. She had been in Greece and she had been in Chicago and, um, yeah. they don't say who she played in Greece, but even, even as someone who has not seen Greece, I'm a hundred percent sure it's Rizzo. Yeah, there's no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who she would play in Rent. You would know that. Maureen or Mimi. Maureen yeah. or Mimi. And she's definitely more of a Roxy in Chicago than she is a Velma. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, let's go to our next match. Uh, speaking of Shotzi Blackheart and uh, the person she's going to war with, um, we <laughs> have uh, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell uh, versus yes. Casey Squared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it starts off with um, Indy and Kate and Carter and, uh, in the ring, and then Caitlin's quickly tagged in. There's a lot of very quick tags in and out, um, and it really just it shows how great Casey Squared's offense is. Yeah, you know, the, th- the yeah. thing that I, I kept thinking about this, about this match, um, Candace has really become a surprisingly strong heel. For remember how yeah. awkward we used to think she was when she first started going into like being a quote-unquote mm-hmm. bad guy? And just like with Bailey, like it's really interesting to see how how they develop and come into yeah, their own yeah. as like a bad part, a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I thought uh, Indy looked a little lost in this. I, I do. I, I really. I was thinking about War Games, and I was like, I kind of hope she's not in it. I think she's going to be in it. I mean, like based on. Everything. I think that this is going to be kind of like how Candice LeRae tends to like tack on to someone yeah. or have like a little minion and then throw them to the side when she's done with them. Yeah. I think that the War Games might be the end of Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae, but I think that Indy Hartwell will be in it. I, I kind of hope she doesn't because I don't think she's ready for War Games yet. I think Indy is still kind right. of learning where she is. Right. And, um, you know, I mean, she's going to be in there with three, you know, three great people. But uh-huh. I think she's a little green right now, and I think she yeah, needs a little I'm more seasoning before she goes I'm, in there. Yeah, so I guess she could, like, learn the hard way by teaming, teaming up with Candace, because I wrote down, like, yeah, can you really trust Candace LeRae? Like, what are you, like, I don't but know. But I'm not, I'm, I'm not so much worried about storyline-wise, as India is really new, and that's a match you can get really hurt in if you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe she'll surprise us. You know, so I'm I'm kind of hoping that like they have a last minute substitution for Indy, and Indy is just kind of on the outside. Um, yeah, but just not, and it's nothing against Indy. I just think that she's a little too new for that, and I think mm-hmm. give her another year or two. I think she'd be ready for it, but I think right now she's a little too new to be in war games. Um, just because yeah. I, I I don't really know if she like you know I like a lot of times in this match she looked a little lost. Um, yeah. Although she didn't play with her hair, and I was really happy with that. No, she did not touch her hair intentionally ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, Charles is going to be really happy about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So Casey Catanzaro, man, like. That woman's athleticism is like unparalleled. Like, I can't. You know what I want to see? I really want to see her and Bianca Belair just like doing flips over each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what I want. Oh, man. So, you know, Casey plays a really good face in Pearl for a while. She gets, you know, beaten up, and then she uh, she gets the hot tag to Caden, and Caden comes in and just kicks ass. And I love when she was beating on Candace, and then turned that into that weird flatliner type thing. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. The big pro. Well, I love how Candace, but like right before that, like Candace like body slams Caitlyn and she just smiles. I yeah. love seeing Candace LeRae smile like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was one kind of problem I had with this match. And once again, it's something that, that you only get, it's only a problem because they're new. That Caden and Casey need to understand that sometimes you do have to slow a match down. Because they did something that the camera completely did not catch. Oh. Because um, Caden did something, and then Casey did something else on the outside. But she did it at the exact same time oh. that Caden did the thing in the ring. So the yeah, camera... so we missed yeah, it. Yeah, so the camera was focused on Caden... And I don't know what happened on the outside. It could have, knowing Casey, it was probably spectacular looking. Right. And we missed. Yeah. So they need to understand just the timing a little bit, but that's what, you know, these matches are for, for them to learn how to get better and stuff. Um, Caden seems to get caught in the rope and Candace does this brain buster type move. Um, Mm -hmm. Indy does her little uh, big boot to the face. And I really think Indy needs a different move because Indy doesn't do that move very well. Yeah. Um, and I'll go into it a little bit more when we go into the next uh, match. But, um, okay. you know, I think Indy, you know, as I said, and it seems like I'm hard on Indy. I'm trying. I'm, I, I hope it, it doesn't seem that way because I, I think she has a ton of potential. And I think if you give her a year or two, she'll be great. But I think, you know, you kind of need to point out where people need to improve in order for them to improve. Right. right. You know. Um, yeah. So, and I also don't think Wicked Stepsister uh, is a great finisher for Candace. No, it was also, it kind of, it took me out of it almost. So she, Candace does the Wicked Stepsister to pin Kate and so that uh, Candace and Indy win. But I was like, it's almost like the title of it. You know, I agree with Charles where like the move itself isn't, there's nothing like a wow about mm-hmm. it. And not that there has to be, but it's something where I don't even really care very much about it. And then on top of that, the name Wicked Stepsister is a Disney fanatic just took me right out of it. Well, <laughs> Candace is also a Disney fanatic. That's why she uses it. Yes. Oh, well, I know. Yeah. But but I think uh, my problem with it is that it doesn't look impactful enough. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't look like a move that would finish a match. Right. And the only person I've ever seen actually take it um, in a way that I was like, holy shit, was EO. Um, that makes sense. Everybody else, it just kind of looks like a, just a regular move, and it doesn't look like it should finish a match. Um I can I also say by the way I love the color combination that Candace had. Yeah, me too. You know, she looked great. So I mean, this was you know this match was what it was. Um, it was probably uh, my least favorite match of the entire week. I'm sorry, well, there were so many good ones. Not 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 my least favorite because then I re- I just totally remembered that uh that that impact match happened. But, um, oh, yeah, God. Gross. Yeah, but um, we'll yeah. get into that when it's time for impact. But, um, so then we go to we see we see Tony Storm and Ember Moon, and Ember's talking about Tony Storm. How... Do you mean Tony? Tony, Tony fucking Storm, huh? Yes, huh? that is that's how they say it in okay. England. <laughs> Isn't she's not from England? <laughs> yeah, but she's really famous over there. That's true. You're... They're so they're sick of Dakota Kai using Raquel Gonzalez kind of like as a shield. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, teaming and I love that Ember yeah. referred to their, them as Captain Kick and Big Tex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the really audio cute. was very so, weird in that interview. I feel like they almost should have done that one over again because it came in and like they the mics weren't live yet. 
Oh yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. and and it seemed but they're talking. Well, go on. Go ahead. I was well. I was gonna say mm-hmm. Tony Storm seemed more focused on the NXT Championship. Yeah, she did. She did. Well, it's like you could see it actually, it was a breath of fresh air. It made me feel like there was some sense of camaraderie or actual friendship that wasn't going to overtake anything when they were talking about how they both like fallen into bad numbers. They both just came back. And so this going after them is a way to like step up the ladder. And I was like, oh, I really like this. And then Tony yeah, had to go and just fuck it up. <laughs> oh, that Tony, Tony, Tony fucking storm. Anyway, um... So their plan is to get through the night and then then they'll worry about who the NXT Women's Champ will be. Yeah, so we now have, and I love this segment, because it was all these different wrestling legends talking about Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley. And who their pick for the winner And it makes them seem so important. It really did. Yeah. That, like, these are guys who in the 90s were fucking making millions of dollars... And right. selling out arenas and just, you know, like it, it you know, when Triple H and Shawn Michaels or, or Heartbreak, as uh, yeah. Candice and, uh, and Johnny call her, as we'll get to right. later, um, you know, are talking about Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley. It's just like, wow, like all eyes are on, are on those two. Yeah, it was really, they did it very, very well. And it was like a, pr- a pretty even like tally as to who was voting for it. Yeah. Which was really yeah. cool. Yeah, so now, uh, so, oh, you were going to say? Nope, nope, I was moving on. You're All good. right, so now we go to Ember Moon and Tony Storm. Tony, Tony, Tony fucking <laughs> Storm. Versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Okay, I have to say, Ember Moon's um, entrance, I just loved everything about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I love the music, I loved how she looked, I loved her attitude, and I love she goes up to them and she says, you're going to get yours. <laughs> <laughs> And that made me really happy. And I love Tony's entrance as well. Yeah. So we started off with Raquel Gonzalez and Tony Storm. Well, they, it's just well really they weren't even letting them in the ring at first, if you remember. I do For like two, that, yes. Yeah, like two. It took uh, Tony Storm and Ember Moon two, like th- three tries before they could get into the ring. The referee had to hold back <laughs> uh, Dakota and, um, and Raquel, who were basically like, nope, nope, you're not getting in. You're not invited. You can't sit with us. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, like I said, Raquel and Tony actually like start the match, and it's just kind of like you know, she's Raquel Gonzalez is so just like this Amazonian warrior, and Tony Storm just like this woman's body and her muscles. Like I felt like it was actually a fair fight. I wasn't like, oh, this can't. Yeah. This shouldn't happen. Um, I know that Raquel just like pushed her down, tagged Dakota in, and Dakota just kicked Tony's face. And uh, then Tony came back with a basement drop kick to Dakota and caught Dakota's legs and uh, helped tag in, and then tagged in. Yeah. It's like these, this, they're working really well together. Yeah. Like uh, Ember Moon and Tony Storm for people who just. Well, started to- Tony also just uh, whipped out the headbutt, too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yes. I, I realize that Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez are like my favorite tag team in all of women's wrestling right now, and I really, I really wish that they could have the um, the tag titles. Yeah, I, I wouldn't pin them as your favorite. Haha, <laughs> pin them, but yeah, <laughs> but that makes sense. Because come on, can you imagine how cool it would be to see Raquel Gonzalez like lift up Nia Jax? Because I be bet really you cool. she can. She probably. I bet can. you she can. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, they team up. They throw Raquel Gonzalez out of the ring. Uh, we come back Naturally. from a break. Raquel is smashing uh, Storm in the spine. Like it was that thing where she'd throw her into the ropes, 
And when she bounced back, she just, like, elbow her, like, right into the spine. And she did that a couple <laughs> times, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that Raquel did a head scissors, right? That's what it's called? Mm-hmm. Haha, I'm learning things. Um, to Tony Storm and the Ember Moon and just hit both uh, Raquel and Dakota at one point. Um, it was, and I really like the teamwork, of course, that we always see of uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez just like always trying to break up the pinfall of the other yeah. person. There was, yeah. there was that crazy stomp that Ember Moon did where she was in the air for like a full two seconds. Yeah. Like, she got, like, wow. <laughs> like, like, how does she do like that? Like, that looked like that hurt when that hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, it so. Did. She's amazing. Uh, Gonzalez is, but, you know, Gonzalez is basically just so strong in this match. Um, and at one point, um, they lured, um, uh, they lured um, the Ember Moon to start chasing Dakota Kai. And then uh, Raquel Gonzalez, sorry, I can't speak. Raquel Raquel Gonzalez does that big boot right into Ember Moon's face. Yeah, you heard that. That was like a hit. And that boot is why I think Indy Hartwell should stop doing it. Because Uh... you already have someone who does the move, and if you're not making it look as good as her, you shouldn't do it. Right. Now, if we, that makes sense. If Raquel wasn't there, it would probably look a lot better. But you have mm-hmm. Raquel to literally in the same show to compare it to, you know, right in the next match. And Raquel right. just does it so much better. So I think Indy Hartwell should really find a different move other than that because Indy's, compared to Raquel's, Indy's looks sloppy. Yeah. And green. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I and I love. I I don't. I don't know if the movie even has a name. But when Raquel puts people on her shoulder and just bends them backwards. Yeah, like what is that? It's like it's it's really crazy. I love it. I love it when she does that, and, and she does it really seamlessly. And it looks like I don't know. It just looks like that should be her signature thing. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. Like Ember Moon got out of it by just like flipping, <laughs> and landing on her yeah. feet. And then when she goes to fucking tag, Gonzalez, who is surprisingly fast, <laughs> like yeah, gets to the corner before fast. her and yeah. just does that like football tackle type thing <laughs> where Ember Moon just went flying across the ring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's all, they're four really incredible women yeah. competitors. And it's like they all did things that were amazing. Like I was really impressed with Tony Storm. She did three German suplexes on Dakota Kai, like, in a row. And it was just, like, you just saw these amazing th- They all pulled out yeah. so many good and things I also re- And I also match. realized that Tony Storm does a German suplex different from most people. Because most people right. do it directly above their own heads. And mm-hmm. Tony Storm tends to do it over her shoulder. Right. So it's kind of interesting that she does that. Um, I-, I hadn't noticed that until... Until um, this match, that it, she does it like all the time, and now whenever I watch her matches, I'm noticing, oh shit, she does that. Um, she also did. Oh shit. She also does that. That just that crazy fucking you know ass attack where like Dakota Kai's yeah, head just snapped attack. back. Yeah, I wouldn't want her ass any like it's just like her ass attack seems comparable to Oscar's as we've seen. Yeah, I just it's scary. Yeah, so we got uh, <laughs> Storm headbutts, and I love Storm headbutting Gonzalez. And then Moon yes. DDTing her. Uh, Storm mm-hmm. gets up, and now it's Storm versus Kai, who are very evenly matched. And 
God, they're so good. <laughs> God, they're so good. Yeah, and, and then when Moon throws herself at Gonzalez, and Gonzalez just, like, bent over backwards on the yeah. announce table. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I was like, and, now, I, and it happened quickly, too. It was like, what? They're on, what? They're on the announcer's table? Yeah, what? yeah. And, and then finally, Tony Storm cradles Kai and pins her. Uh, so yes. they get the win, but then Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae attack. And Indy Hartwell throws Ember Moon into the stairs, yeah. which is, I, God, those stairs always look so, there were a lot of, there was a lot of stair action this yeah, past week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hot stair action. But, um. Nope. Um. <laughs> So, um, Raquel, uh, plants Ember Moon and then also plants Tony Storm yeah. and Candace and Indy are just like standing there happy. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that they're, they're implying this is going to be the War Games team. But once again, I really hope that they have someone with a little more experience than Indy. Um, and as I said, that's nothing against Indy Hartwell. That's just, you know, she, she needs about a year or two more experience. Yeah. And then the perfect button on this match is the ref telling... Candice LeRae that it's over and to go and she says do not tell me what to do <laughs> oh yeah like that was awesome that was it awesome was just the perfect ending and I love do not tell me what to do excuse you <laughs> yeah yeah that's so good so that's so, so good. now we go to Boa um yeah who is we're gonna recap in Boa and the mystery dragon man yeah and 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 Zia Lee and um how Boa and Zia Lee ha- are are basically in hiding uh, from yeah. Saifu, who is uh, ja- Chinese for Shif- master. Shifu. 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 Yeah. Shifu. Shifu. Yes. Yeah, which is uh, Chinese for master. Um, yeah, and Regal's trying to like figure it out, and he finds Boa, and Boa just looks like shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boa's, Boa's like eyes are have bags under them. And he's like sweaty, and he looks disgusting. Yeah, and Xiaoli yeah. is in hiding, and Boa just keeps saying she is coming. She's coming. I'm sorry, no Zaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's coming. So, she's coming. I don't know what what's what's gonna happen with that. It would be really funny if like Zaya Lee is just like the fiend now. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um. So now we go to the main event of Rio yes. Ripley versus Io Shirai. Oh my God! This fucking match. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Like holy shit. Like, you know, um, the, literally the only complaint I have about it is I didn't like them talking about uh, Finn Balor during this match. Yeah, like, shut the fuck up. But otherwise, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> like, yeah, and they remind us, too, at the beginning that Io is the one who called out Rhea. It's not like Rhea was actively going after Io. Um, Io is the one who just kind of, like, stirred this whole thing up because she wanted to face the, be- face the mm-hmm. best. Yeah. So... So they don't they don't wait for the bell. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you, man. The height difference is the thing that I noticed the most, and I'm like, it's it's crazy yes. how much. Yeah, so a bigger. Rhea Ripley Rhea is five is, foot ten, yeah. and Eo's five one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's I don't know, and it's just so. Of course, it makes you it makes you like especially take note of their specific set of skills and what strengths they can possibly have as like two different kinds of women's wrestlers yeah. that you're kind of yeah yeah. Um. So Rhea, of course, says that, of course, you want a challenger, blah, blah, blah. There's lots of, like, teasing and taunting, and it's just, I don't, I don't know. I, it's, it was, like, a titillating match. I was, like, enthralled the entire time. Yeah, Rhea, Rhea just has, like, such attitude, and it's awesome. Um, yeah. So we go, to, we go to the first commercial where Rhea um, 
basically dropped EO face first onto the apron and she like hit her jaw but and her hit chin. Her yeah. Jaw. Yeah, that looked brutal. So she hurt herself too. Yeah, so uh we come back, Rhea has EO locked in her legs. Mm-hmm. But EO just get, like gets Well we also learned that EO had to be the EO had to be looked at by the medical yeah. staff and was cleared to continue. Like it was that bad. Yeah. And that EO <laughs> yeah, basically ahead. just gets out like psychs herself up and just gets out of the hold. Yeah. You know. It's so amazing. Uh, Rhea, you can see that it's very much like the psychological wheels just spinning. Yeah, and then Rhea turns it yeah. back around just by being so damn strong. Like, Jesus. Um, <laughs> Ripley rolls into a uh, suplex from an inside cradle. Um, there, then there's Eo when she reverses the superplex attempt and, att- and gets a German suplex on Rhea. Mm-hmm. And, oh my God, Rhea, like, flipping Eo over, like, over, but Eo just lands on her feet. <laughs> Yeah, she just landed on her fucking feet. It was like it didn't happen. Yeah, and then speaking of getting air, like, where she does this this kick to Rhea's face where she's in the air for, like, a good two seconds. Yeah. Like. It's like, that's when you think of them as, like, superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, Rhea's ear is just bleeding profusely as she's put in a cross face. Yes, and you know what she does when she... Well, I just want to say that, like, wearing earrings or gauges in wrestling doesn't seem like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Just want to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then I love... My favorite thing about the match, kind of, is when Rhea notices the blood and she wipes it on her face like a warrior yeah. does, like, going to battle. Yeah, just giving herself fucking war paint with her own blood. Oh, so hot. Yeah. <laughs> the, only, the, only, the only way it could have been better, and, um, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, I have always hated Hulk Hogan. And years and years ago, there was a Brock Lesnar versus Hulk Hogan match. It was, I think, Hulk Hogan's last match in WWE, where Brock Lesnar Mm -hmm. just beat the living shit out of Hulk Hogan. And Hulk Hogan was bleeding, and Brock Lesnar took Hogan's blood and smeared it on his own chest. And I was like, that's the most fucking, like, caveman thing I think I've ever seen. But it like was such a like, oh man. It was such like a fucking like he's a hunter or something. Like <laughs> yeah. but no, it was awesome. Yes. It was so so, so good. I love that sound. Yes. So Eo so Eo starts just doing this crazy hyper extending of Rhea's arm. Yeah, because she realizes if she injures her arm, then she can't pick her yeah. up. So Eo will have the advantage. Yeah, and it was such great strategy here. Um it really was. Like, she's drop-kicking the arm, and, uh, you know, fucking... Like, even when Rhea lifts her up, Eo continues to go at her yeah. arm. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, there was one thing she did where I think it was the first time I've ever seen a look of fear on Rhea's face. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> so, like, Rhea's in agony at one point. She gets thrown to the steel steps. She's screaming yeah. like she's being stabbed to death. The scream is terrible. Yeah. I've never heard her scream like, like this. Like, she's wrestling with one arm at this point. Mm-hmm. And then there's one part where I can only describe it as Rhea stomping on Eo's womb. <laughs> like, you know what part <laughs> I'm talking about exactly? Because it was yeah, it I was do. lower than her stomach. And it was like, <laughs> just, you will never have children or something. I don't know what that was intended yeah. to do. But you it are looked, barren for life. It looked fucking brutal. And then she puts her into Cloverleaf, but she only can do it with one arm because her other arm is fucked. But yeah. the fact that she's still able to lift up Eo with just the one arm. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. And she starts spinning Eo around as she plants her in the ground, transitioning into a submission. And, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. 
Eo gets a hold of the rope to break it. So Rhea tries to do a riptide, but Eo does a reversal and do an arm bar, continuing to like fuck up this arm. Yeah. Um, but Rhea, despite the arm bar, lifts her up. Yeah. <laughs> but her arm is just too injured, and so she can't. And then, but Eo keeps the fucking arm bar on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She just doesn't stop. Yeah. It's so good. And then Eo keeps going for the six one nine, but misses. Uh, and then <laughs> when Rhea goes to the other side of the ring, Eo gets it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Then that was that crazy missile drop kick from the top rope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I love Eo just stepping. I love when Eo steps on people. Uh, That's like my favorite. I mean, she does so many incredible things, but when she just like steps on people with purpose, but kind of like she's just like you know just doing it like she was just walking down the street, but with purpose. Like she just stomps on people. (laughs) Yeah. So she goes through the moonsault. Rhea gets out of the way, but Eo lands on her friggin' feet. (laughs) Yes. Like, these two women are yes. probably, like, I would say in the top, prob- well, with, with Charlotte and Becky currently, like, not, you know, available because Becky's pregnant and Charlotte's injured, I'd say Rhea and Io are probably the two best women in all of wrestling right now. Yeah, they're incredible. Yeah. They're incre- and I love that I love that Rhea does Riptide and then Eo turns it makes a DDT out yeah. of it. It's like they're just kind of, it's like they're artists and they're given, like, the <clears throat> scrap metal and they have to see what they make out of it. They just keep... Like building and building off of each other, and the reversals just keep yeah. coming. And that goes into Eo powerbombing Rhea into the announce table, which, like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. So Rhea manages to get back into the ring at nine, and she's immediately hit <laughs> with a moonsault. Yes. Which I thought was brilliant. It was Because so you never see people doing that. You always see people waiting yeah. until their opponent is fully in the ring to do any moves. Yeah, no, this was like a fuck. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And the fact that Eo was like, all right, she's coming back in. All right, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> and so she wins. Yeah, yeah, and, and she deserved it. And they she they really shake deserved. hands at the end and they hug. But I mean, holy shit, that that impressed the hell out of me. Yeah, both of them were so incredible. Yeah. It was like this match. I was just like my nipples were hard throughout. <clears throat> yeah, it was so good. <laughs> so uh, there was also a WWE Network exclusive where Johnny Gargano, Indy Hartwell, and Candice LeRae kind of just talked about throwing stuff at Shawn Michaels. Which was, I honestly thought this was it went on way too long and was really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, they kept calling him Heartbreak, and it's like if you don't know that Shawn Michaels, his nickname when he wrestled was the Heartbreak Kid, you'd you'd have no idea who they were talking about. But like they, you know, because he's the one who kind of I I don't th- know if he invented it, but he's the first wrestler I ever saw do a super kick. Oh. So that's why they kept warning her if she if he turns to his side to look out. <laughs> because he used to just, oh my god! Like I remember back when he was feuding with Hulk Hogan, and it had him like you know just randomly going backstage, super kicking people, just like su- just like super kicking crew people and stuff. I love that. Like, so, I love so that. I love them like warning her, like oh if he turns like that, watch out because he'll just super kick you. Naturally, yeah, but I mean, like this started to get in, it started to get annoying. Yeah, this thing, where Johnny Gargano's just kind of like giving her lessons on normal, like I'd, everyday I'd had things. Say it's kind Orlando of, because <laughs> because of her accent, I, I, like it's just. <clears throat> and the one thing storyline wise that I didn't get, maybe I didn't see it, is that all of a sudden he doesn't like wheels again. What because happened? he lost his title? Oh, because okay, of the yes, wheel. Yeah. Sense. Yeah, the wheel cost yeah, him the so, title. 
The Garganos are anti-wheel again. Yeah. So, and who? And one of their eyes reminds him of the wheel because yes. they're round. Yes. Shape. So. <laughs> so yes, and then they get a lesson on heartbreak, and I, I wrote a lesson on heartbreak from the Garganos. I just, I just, I love him at the end going, "Are we going to get in trouble for this?" Because <laughs> I just, yeah. I just told Indy to go throw something at our boss. <laughs> and the fucking girl interviewing them is like, "I don't know." <laughs> She's like, I don't know what to say to you. The, gr- the girl interviewing them, like, was just so confused. She didn't even know to hold the mic to them. <laughs> like... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's go across to the UK. Okay. Where we've got uh, p- the Battle of the Scots. Piper Niven versus Kaylee Ray. Um, where, I'll tell you, it's such a weird disconnect for an American to hear bagpipe loving country girl. Because uh, the country girls in America are not bagpipe loving. We'll tell you that. <laughs> no, no, they aren't. They aren't. Yeah. But so this is Kaylee Ray's 446th day as champion, mm-hmm. which is crazy. That's just completely insane. So Piper just like launches at her and goes after her before before the ring, before the match even starts. Mm-hmm. Um and I loved that. It's like we're seeing a brand new Piper Nevin. She's not like if you think back and how she was like careful and cared for Kaylee Ray when we thought she was injured the last time they were together. It's like that girl's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So the match starts and Piper just immediately like, of course, Kaylee, Kaylee Ray is just down and Piper starts getting like pipes and chains, and, like all these crazy fucking things, like these things that I don't normally see people pull out first. Like, and it's not even a kendo stick. It's like a steel pipe. Yeah. And legit chains. <laughs> and and then a chair. It's the UK. Um, they they the don't ring. use kendo sticks. They use lead pipes. <laughs> yeah, it was literally steel steel pipes. Yeah. It's crazy. So she goes and um, Piper Niven goes to attack Kaylee Ray with the steel chair, but Kaylee's prepared. Um, you know, and so she's back in the game, and now it really starts. And just from how, like, Piper Nevin started this, I'm like, oh, this is going to be really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of love when Kaylee Ray started to argue with the referee and she just gets hit in the back with a chair because she took like the second. <laughs> and then Kaylee Ray throws the friggin' ring bell at like Piper Niven. Yes. That thing is yes. heavy. Well, that's, that's way, isn't that way later? That's way later. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, it's, I love just like the overall brutality. I love, I love it when Kaylee Ray yells. Yeah. I love when she yells at the ref. It's just so good. It's so good. And there's a bunch of shit like by the like barricade on the barricade fighting over the barricade. It's just like, there was a, so this was a no DQ match. So they wasn't just no DQ. They, it was a uh, false count anywhere. So you can pin them. Right. You don't have to pin them in the ring. Right. So, but they literally took advantage of that and went literally everywhere they possibly could. Yeah. <laughs> Which I absolutely loved. And there was, oh, my God, my dog just farted. Wow. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so at one point, I was like, what is this weapon that Piper has? I had no idea what it was. And she's hitting, she's hitting Kaylee Ray in her bad knee, like, twice and tries to wrap it over her. And it's one of the turnbuckles, yeah. right? Yeah, she had pulled one like, of the turnbuckles off. How did she off. get that? <laughs> How did she get that? It was amazing. Well, they'd have, they'd have extra ones under the ring. Oh, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, in case one of them breaks, you have more than, you know, you have enough to I substitute. Just wanna, I'm going to think in my head that Piper just, like, literally just grabbed it. <laughs> like, ripped it off. That's what I'm going to pretend happened. With her um, teeth. So, like, while, just, while growling. Just, like... 
Yeah. Yeah. So a garbage can gets involved, you know, normal stuff. And there are kendo sticks, which yeah, happens. Yeah. So Piper wraps this chain around her hand. And of course, then there's Kaylee Ray with a fucking kendo stick right to the midsection and right to the right to her back. And she grabs the yeah. chain right from Piper. It's just, you know, that these people just know each other so well. Yeah. Because of how just. It looks like they're hurting each well, other. It's, well, I'm sure they were. I mean, it's one of the yes. things where, like, I've I've heard, you know, wrestlers say that you you hit your friends harder when you wrestle. Exactly. Exactly. So these two um, must be the greatest friends in the world because they attempted to be murdering be. one another. Um, uh. <laughs> like, you know, and, and Kaylee Ray kept trying to go for the gory bomb. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just like, you can't do that to Piper Niven unless you're Bianca Belair or Raquel Gonzalez. Like no, none of the other women are strong enough to do it to someone of Piper's size. Like yeah. It's, it's yeah, she kept yeah. she kept trying. I was like, maybe someday, honey, yeah. keep working. Um, so, um, I didn't know that this move was a thing, but <laughs> Piper threw Kaylee Ray into the hard floor with a fisherman buster. Yes. <laughs> I like that an awful lot. And then Ginny comes out of nowhere oh, and beats oh, on Oh, but you're, you're skipping the best part with the chain what, on the face. Which best part? The chain <laughs> on the face. Oh, on the... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where she's, so, yeah. so that was so fucked up. She goes and she pulls it around her eyes and into her mouth. Yeah. Like, poor Piper, but he just doesn't give up. And I love the ref being like, are you okay? Do you want to quit? Tell me. Are you quitting? Just say it. Are, do, you, are you, do you quit? And she's, like, trying to say no and just can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. So, so Ginny, yeah, Ginny did run in. She attacked Niven, uh, telling her to never disrespect her. But she gets thrown over the barricade because Piper Niven just ain't taking nobody's shit in this match. And Piper loves barricades in this match. Yeah. So they start fighting in the actual backstage area. And this was like my favorite part. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing was my favorite part. I was obsessed with this match. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're back. And then what What the fuck? It's like, what is that sign? The red sign with the white thing in the middle? What does it mean? I don't remember. Like, slow down. It's been so long since I've been to Europe, I don't remember. Because I remember seeing those yeah, so, everywhere there, yeah. though. Right. Yeah. So Kaylee Ray just like pulls a sign off of like the garage door and slams. Which would hurt a lot more than anyone would think it is. If you've ever actually felt like a street sign. Like a street sign. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fucked up. And I'm like, that girl's strong because that did not look 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 like a magnetic sign. Yeah. Like she ripped <laughs> that thing. Um, and then out of nowhere, Piper literally like Puts Kaylee Ray through a framed poster. Yeah. And the glass just shatters everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it was so fucked and, up. And then, it was so, so Kaylee up. Ray then hits her with an acoustic guitar. This was my least favorite part of the match because I felt bad for the guitar. I was like, who owns that? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining some wrestler brought a guitar <laughs> like backstage so he could practice. And he's, like, yeah. off in the bathroom or something when these two have the match. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucked up. So she destroys this guitar on Piper Niffin's And he, she has to hit her twice with it, too. <laughs> to get her down. Like, yeah. But no, to like, even break it. Like, it doesn't just break yeah. the first time. Like, it it was not a gimmicked uh, guitar. It was a guitar yeah. that she had to hit her with twice. <laughs> It was, and then, and so where the tr- guitar was, was like sitting in a stand up on like this little raised area that looked like a stage with a chair. So here's another chair. So exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Haley Ray sets up the gory bomb, goes, uh, sets up the chair, goes for the gory bomb again, and gets Piper Driver onto the friggin' chair. 
And yes. you know what I found really interesting about that was the instinct that a wrestler has. And you can tell Kaylee Ray's been doing this a while because her instinct was to immediately put her foot up on the chair like it was the ropes. Like it was the ropes, yeah. Yeah. You can see the, like, just, like, sense memory and, like, yeah. the brain working in that yeah, way. Yeah, like, it, it, it didn't change anything in the match, and it wouldn't have changed anything. It wouldn't have ended the count. But because she's been a wrestler for so long, your instinct immediately becomes put your foot on the the thing. Yeah. Which was very, very yeah. interesting to see. Um, yeah, that was really cool. And, that was really and cool. And then Piper just starts smashing her knee with a pipe. So fucked up. <laughs> so fucked up. And somehow Kaylee's still in it, and with that knee goes, with that leg goes and super kicks Piper's face. Yeah. <laughs> and then my favorite part is that they're, like, introducing the production boxes. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, the, the boxes and sound equipment and all this stuff, and it's just... Fuck. I've waited. I've waited. Because every time someone goes backstage, I was like, go to the boxes. Go to the boxes. <laughs> and nobody ever does. And nobody ever does. So Kaylee throws Piper into the, into the boxes, and then Piper throws her into the boxes. And she tries to pin her. Kaylee kicks out on these boxes, and she drags her by the hair to the tallest production box. This was like this was like trying to throw, like bringing someone up to be executed. <laughs> like that's how that's how it felt. Oh yeah, during yeah. This. <laughs> um, and then there's this moment where they just were like. You're wondering, like, oh, does Piper have a soul? Does she? No, is she I, really going to do this? I think this? she was definitely trying to go for the Piper driver. Yeah, yes, onto the table but, from the fucking top of that. <laughs> from the top of that. Yeah. But before she can do it, Ginny comes back. Yeah, and hits Piper like a with bitch. a chair and just causes her to fall, like, ten feet through the fucking table. <laughs> yes. And somehow, serendipitously... <laughs> Kaylee's arm is on Piper, and Piper's shoulders are down, so that counts as a pin, and Kaylee Ray keeps her title. Yeah. <laughs> it was so crazy, and I loved how Ginny just looked on with such malice yeah. and pride. <laughs> Ginny, looked, Ginny like, looked like some, like, I don't know. It, Ginny was Scar letting go of Mufasa yeah, in that moment. Yeah. She was very, she was very chic though too. That like little yeah, like that romper. Yeah, it was a romper. Yeah, yeah, it was a very, very nice, very nice romper she had on. What a nice romper you have! All the better to throw you off a box with, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, yeah. that was another great match, honestly. So good. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna go from great matches to uh, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> um, oh my god. So we so, but it's great because it starts off with a package of all the table throws of Lana. You know, I was wondering why they don't put Benny Hill music through the uh, the Lana montages. <laughs> I think that would, I think that would be perfect there. Yeah, I gotta say this week, um, though, between everything, I may and I'm kind of ashamed. I may have become a Nia Jax fan just because of what she said. Yeah. So we got Lana, Shayna, and Nia, and it's this like gonna be this like six woman tag team match, and it was Lana's idea to like have this happen to like prove that she deserves that she earned her spot on Team Raw. And um, as she's talking during this interview, Nia goes, "Is this a Disney movie?" <laughs> <laughs> Well, because Lana was giving this whole inspiring speech on how she's going to prove herself and, like, you yeah. know. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. So funny. So, um, you know, uh, about the actual – so, you know, obviously uh, the uh, WWE Chronicle about Lana is also up in the WWE Network right now, and Lana does talk. And I want to preference this because 
You know, Chelsea and I, we often talk about how much we think Lana sucks. But we yes. also try to preface it by saying that we have nothing against C.J. Perry, the person. It mm-hmm. is the character. And, yes. you know, like Lana talks a lot about how, how difficult it is with her issues with depression, how people will go online when she'll post something on Instagram and talk about how she sucks and how she should be fired and why hasn't she killed herself and everything. And I want to say right now that, you know what? Like, we do not like her character. I don't like watching her on TV. But you know what? I think if you purposely go, and if, on her Instagram, if she's posting stuff that she's happy with or stuff that makes her feel good, and you purposely go on there and try to just tell her to kill herself or whatever, or, or like, why aren't you fired? You suck. I think that's really shitty. You're a fucking asshole yeah. if you do that. We are reviewing, we're giving our opinions on a show. You, by yes. doing that, are trying to actually hurt someone's feelings and trying to actually, yeah. like, ruin... Damage a person. Yeah, and that's not cool in any way, shape, or form. And you know what? Like, I may not like Lana the character, but I totally stand by C.J. Perry as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Yeah. So when we say that we don't like watching her, yeah, we don't like watching her because her character is not a good character. However... I have nothing against Lana, and I, I, I think it's great she's following her dreams. They, yeah, CJ Perry is doing more in your stupid little lives, so shut the fuck up and don't try and bully her online. Yeah, so I just think that, like, <laughs> they need to refine her character, maybe make her a manager, or actually teach her how to wrestle. Do something so that she's more palatable to watch. Yes. You know, um, I, like I said, I thought when she was an evil Russian, she was great. But I think that they, right. they, they are trying... I, it. I, it almost feels like they're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole and trying to make her something that she's not good at. And what they should be doing is emphasizing the things that she, that she can do, the talents that she does have, instead right. of creating this, this Lana character that is just unbearable to watch a lot of the time. Agreed. Yeah. So um, you, we also want to talk about so this match, Lana, Shayna Baszler, and Nia Jax versus Asuka and Blondage. And... Um, I'm going to tell you a wrestling term that I've never used before that um, Mm -hmm. it's called boo-boo face. (laughs) Now, boo-boo face is basically when a wrestler knows they're going to lose and you can tell during their entrance because Uh they've got a face on like, oh, God, let me get this shit over with. Uh And Mandy Rose 100% had boo-boo face. Fuck. Mandy Rose went into this match. You could tell she was either at least going to lose the match. And yeah. she went in there like normally she's all smiling and like fucking, you know, and you know, I sometimes get on people's asses about smiling, but her character, it fits her smiling when she comes in the ring here. She came in looking like, oh, God, I have to do this shit. Like, mm-hmm. so Mandy Rose needs to work on getting rid of the boo boo face. And. I like that term an awful lot. Yeah, it's a it's an actual like old school wrestling dudes used it in like the sixties and seventies and eighties. That makes me really happy. Yeah, boo boo face. Boo boo face. Boo boo face. Oh my god! Like I, I would, I, I'm, I'd be very surprised if there's not a wrestler who hasn't named their like dog or cat boo boo face. Oh my god! I like that a lot. Yes. So, yeah. uh, Mandy actually got injured last week. Um, and a lot of people blame Nia Jax for it because Nia Jax does have, has injured a bunch of people. But that particular mm-hmm. injury was Mandy getting out of the ring the wrong way herself. And huh. she fucked her shoulder up. 
Um, wow. So for once, it's not Nia Jax's fault that someone actually got for injured once. in a match with her. Um, no, because Nia, Nia injured Kyrie Sane a whole lot, and right. Nia Nia's in Nia's injured Alexa. Nia's injured a bunch of different people, but um, I honestly think that she's getting better with Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, we have. Uh, I love that we started out with Lana, and then Shayna immediately tags herself in. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, and you know that's just going to piss everybody off. Yeah. So Dana Brooke um, attempts to attack Shayna, and she gets a backbreaker and knee strike for her troubles. Uh, Nia attacks <laughs> in. Mandy comes to save Dana, and Mandy just gets her, uh, her arm stomped by Shayna Baszler. Oh, my God. That was so brutal. And she's out of the match. So That was so <clears throat> brutal. And so, you know, I mean, they had to get her off Survivor Series because of her injury, and I guess that was the best way to do it. Um, yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of says a lot about the skill of Shayna Baszler that she can do that move and not really hurt someone, but make it look like it fucking murders them. Right. You right. know, like Shayna's, Shayna's a, such a professional, you know? Um, yeah. so Mandy comes to, uh, so we're back. So yeah, so Mandy was taken to the back. Um, and now we have Oscar versus Shayna. And I realize how much I want this match, this to be a one-on-one match. Oh yeah, me too. Oh my god! Without a yeah, doubt. Oscar. They they fought before, but when they last fought, Oscar was injured, so it wasn't like a fair uh-huh. contest. But a hundred percent, hundred percent, Shayna versus hundred percent Oscar would be great. So great! I like Oscar ass attacks and Nia just like out of the ring. Yeah. So <laughs> Shayna goes. Shayna puts on the the Kunafuna clutch, but Lana tags herself in. And fucks it up. Yeah, and then Nia and Shayna are yelling at Lana, who gets who gets put in the Oscar lock and loses. Um, mm-hmm. Nia starts basically doing God's work and clearing the table. Um, <laughs> and then Nia and I love that Nia is like telling Date Lana she's proud of her and she showed a lot of courage and she welcomes her to the Team Raw, and then yells "Psych!" and <laughs> for number nine. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, no, like, this is... I realize it's trying to make us have sympathy for Lana, the character, and it's just making me like Nia Jax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I know, exactly. And she continues to do that. Like, I continue to be like, fuck, I like Nia, oh no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so uh, we have a Dana Brooke promo where Dana says Mandy is in rough shape, um, and then Reckoning, uh, you know, Mia Yim, from Retribution, kicks Dana's ass and saves us from Dana Brooke at Survivor Series. Hooray! So, um, yeah, so now uh, Blondage are no longer in Survivor Series, and the match improves, and that is not an insult to them. It's just from our own references of what we like to watch, Peyton yes. and Lacey are a lot more entertaining. Yes. So, uh, we now go to, um, well, uh, the theme song, Chelsea. We're really, really glad that you're, that you're our, friend. our friend. And this and is a friendship is a that, friendship will, never, that will never, ever end. Man, I wish we yes. I wish we could be in sync without that one second delay. But I know. Yeah. I know, I know. But yeah, so oh my god. The part that saves the whole show. Bray and Bray and Alexa. So good. Alexa's overalls are so fucking cute. And this time and they're talking about everything being so nice, but then Bray asks what's not so nice. The Miz. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that and I love that Bray whips out a fucking QAnon conspiracy theory about Hollywood yeah. stars sacrificing their children to reptilian overlords. I know, I know. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. I love that. Oh so my much. god. So Bray yeah. yeah, Bray is gonna prepare for tonight's match. 
Yes, yes. Um, and offers the Miz a lesson in manners. So he wants to do a match tonight. And if he has to repeat himself, you don't want to see his bad side. <laughs> yes. We see Eclipse of the Fiend. So next up, we see, we see Bray Wyatt blindfolded. And the puppets are sneaking up on it's him. It's Mercy, Mercy the Buzzard and Huskus the Pig Boy. Yes. So he's prepping for this match in this way by uh, beating up his own puppets. Yes. <laughs> and then we see Bray Wyatt at a spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> and he say, your word is jackass. And he has to use if they can use it in a sentence. Oh, and then what's uh, the thing? What's the uh, what's that little demon? Uh, Sister Abigail, uh, right? Uh, that's that's uh, Abby the Witch. And Abby the Witch is just Abby like, the witch. just spell the damn, just spell the damn word, you jackass. <laughs> Yes, so he goes M I Z jackass. <laughs> I love I love Bray Wyatt with the glasses. Like, um, excuse me, can you can you please uh, <laughs> say that in a sentence, it was please? Fucking sexy, not gonna lie. <laughs> so now we have Ramblin' Rabbit on a dartboard, and and Bray is and, doing darts. Yeah, and he hits him in the heart because naturally. Yeah. And so uh, Ramblin' Rabbit is dying again, and Alexa and Bray are laughing, and uh, Bullseye, or or like Rabbit's Heart. <laughs> and it's like, as bad as Raw can sometimes get, these two just make it so worth it. They really do make it so worth it. Oh worth my it. god. So, yeah. so uh, there's a Retribution promo. Uh, the part that we uh, want to talk about is that Reckoning uh, proved that Retribution is one step ahead of their enemies. By taking out yes. uh, Dana Brooke, and um, I thank Retribution. I thank Reckoning. Thank and you I, for your contribution, yes, Retribution. You, you have helped Survivor Series <laughs> become a better event. Uh, so now <laughs> we go with Neke uh, Cross. Neke is backstage looking for Alexa. Yeah. And um, she just has to get her away from the Fiend no matter what. Yeah. And she's in full, my friend is in a dangerous relationship like mode. Um, yeah, she is. And she's convinced Alexa has been hypnotized, and no matter what, she has to save Alexa. So um, we now go to a men's match, uh, but there were women definitely involved in it. We go to The Miz versus Bray Wyatt. I love this so much. Yeah, The Miz comes out with Mr. Taya Valkyrie. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and wants to consider all things under the bridge, and there's no reason to have the match tonight because he has a peaceful solution, and... Um, <laughs> That is because that same night, Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton have a championship match, and this is the opportunity for them to work together to make their dreams come yeah. true. I love him bringing <laughs> up, like, the angle from, like, January where, like, there was a demonic doll in his one-year-old daughter's, like, rib. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, stupid shit that they've done to each other to hurt each other, like him putting that demon doll yeah, yeah. <laughs> to fuck with his so, child. <laughs> Alexa comes out with her new theme. Which, yeah, yes. you know, like, I actually, I think last week when her own theme came out, I think maybe they just made a mistake with the audio. Probably. Because that new theme, that new theme fits her new character so, so, so well. Yeah, it does. You know? So, um, yeah. Alexa comes out to say that, that uh, Bray Wyatt will not do this. And then uh, Neki comes out on, um, as Alexa giggles. And, um, you know, she tries to convince her to uh, not be with the fiend anymore, and then she slaps Nikki and just starts beating the shit out of her. Yeah, she really did. She beat the shit out of her. Yeah, and then it's fucked. It took it took three people to break. The yeah, line. and then the Firefly Funhouse theme plays, and Alexa just gets like a happy child. Oh my god! Yeah, she's so fucking cute in all of yeah. this. Yeah, and then that gl- the handle. glare that he gave Nikki. 
Yes. So Bray Wyatt comes out and just glares at Nikki. Yeah. Like, I would be afraid for my life. Yeah. But turned on at the same time. Like, that was <laughs> that was the serious, like, serial killer you're getting in the way. Yeah. Like, seriously. yeah. So, but Bray Wyatt and Alexa go arm in arm into the ring, and this is so cute. Yeah. And the Miz backs up as Bray smiles. He's just very <laughs> jovial. <laughs> Um, and he says that he'll forgive the Miz. Yeah, but <laughs> I love when he I love when he does the fucking move and yells "Oops a Daisy." <laughs> yeah, "Oops a Daisy." I love that they laugh when he when when Bray gets hit. They even laugh. Yeah, like I think it's hilarious. Alexa was so amusing in this match. Yeah, she was. It was. She was just like entertaining. Like my eyes were going towards her whenever she was on camera. She went and she just scared the shit out of Morrison, and it was just like so. Good. Yeah. I really, I want to, I want to see her wrestle as this version of her character. I'm really yeah, curious too. to see the changes. Well, I'm sure that that'll happen. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah, I mean, they're setting up her and Nikki Cross, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, Alexa and Bray are blowing kisses at each other. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bray, so Bray good. yelling, don't you ever talk to her. <laughs> to like the mids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we, it's, it's, I don't know. My favorite part of this is that um, that Alexa just, like, attacked Morrison and oh just, like, God. launched him over the barricade. The war cry where she just, like, dives at him from the fucking stairs. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. And then yeah. Bray does this move to the Miz where it just looks like he murdered him, where it looks like mm-hmm. he just snapped his neck. Naturally. Yeah. Naturally. So Bray does the sister Abigail to win it, right? Yeah. And my favorite part is that Alexa pops up from over the barricade just smiling. Oh, that, that <laughs> shot was great. You see the hands? That shot was so good. See her good. hands, and then she just pops up with an evil smile. Yeah, and, it was so And then cute. her balancing on the barricade. Yeah, and she walks over to the barricade. They they go off hand in hand saying, yowie wowie. Uh, um, and then it cuts to black and the fee music and video, you know. Yeah comes on and they just stop and stare at the fiend. Yeah. I, and then it goes to black. Yeah, I love that ending, too. Like, it's almost... It, yeah. it feels like the fiend is almost like you're having too much fun. Like... Right. Like, and I love the idea of right. his personality, like, you know, yelling at him. <laughs> um, like, it's something that can exist outside of yeah. him. And he's realizing that now. Yeah. So, yeah. That, I love... I, and, and you can tell that Bray is the one writing a lot of this stuff for himself, so... Uh-huh. You know. Um... So Adam Pierce announces that uh, Mandy and Dana are out of the match and will be replaced by Peyton, uh, Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans, who should have been in the match in the first Yay. place. And then Asuka does this very intense promo where she's so excited to beat uh, Sasha Banks. Like, well, sometimes Asuka's pr- promos, like, exhaust me. Yes. But I will never say anything bad about her ever. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so we now go to Angel Garza. Um, Doing some stupid rose metaphor. And no one wants to think of themselves as a, as a thorn protecting all the women in the world. And then asking if the man next to you is willing to inflict pain to defend your beauty. Because he is. It's just fucking stupid. I just want it to be over. What is the point? Yeah, so now uh, Nia and Shayna talk about how Mandy and Dana could have been useful, which they couldn't, by the way. Um, and then yeah. Lacey and Peyton show up to strategize, and Nia isn't keen on it. And then Nia no. says Quibi was a bad idea. Quibi. No, this is the worst idea since Quibi. Yeah. And, that's, and then I wrote, I may love Nia now. <laughs> <laughs> so there was also a uh, network exclusive um, where Peyton and Lacey were talking about uh, Peyton's Louis. So, okay. So it, I, I went on a weird um, uh, Instagram dive yesterday. 
And oh um, I saw Peyton Royce and Lacey, Lacey Evans's Instagram. She's talking to Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce got herself a Louis Vuitton shoes that cost $1,200. She wore them once and then the heel broke. And I just don't care. Well, it's just stupid. Well, the thing is, is, is it's hilarious because like Lacey's making fun of her. And Peyton's like, what? You got, look at what you're wearing. And, and, and Lacey's like, yeah, these cost me $10. And then she starts dancing. And like, look what I can do without my <laughs> shoes breaking. And... <laughs> yeah, it's just like, but it went on a little too long and kind of got awkward. Yeah. But, it, but the, you know, how, uh, Peyton said she was going to teach Lacey how to be part of a team. They were just kind of like saying that, the, that they were going to do the same to one another and that Nia and Shane are not equipped to be leaders. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was amused by it. Um, yes. I'm glad you were. I think I'm glad that you were. Yeah. So <laughs> let's go to Friday Night Smackdown, uh, Smackdown. Where Natalia is complaining she isn't on the team. We find out Bailey got picked for the team, which is a good, uh, yeah, obviously, it's an obvious pick. If anyone's just going to be put on the team without trying out, it, has, it should be the longest reigning champion that they've had on the show. Right. Um, so, but Natalia is pissed. Yeah. So Natalia gets put so into she- a match with Tamina. Yeah. And um, I remember thinking it's sad that this isn't a triple threat because I think Billy Kay would make it more interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, I forget about Tamina often. Well, it's it's not hard not to. I mean, this is a rematch from the days, the very dark days of the WWE when the Divas division was around and these two were the only women who knew how to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, it was a big nothing burger. Um, you know, uh, Bailey comes out for commentary. Um, they do some moves, and Bianca and Bailey. Un- um, and I realize I'm paying more attention to the commentary than I am the match. Oh yeah, I was too. Because at least Bianca and Bailey were interesting. Like yeah. nothing in this really happened, and and I mean, well, I know Tamina throws Natalia into the stairs. Tamina was dominating, and yeah. then Bailey and Bianca were fighting verbally at the desk, and uh, Liv and Ruby were looking on. Um, and Bailey kept saying, "What time is it? It's Captain Bailey time." Yeah, which was just hilarious. Yeah. So Natalia wins with a sharpshooter, and then Bailey, who uh, is obviously the great uniter and the team captain, uh, the undisputed team captain, um, she tries <laughs> to get the whole team into the ring. All five women mm-hmm. raise their hands under the glorious leadership of Captain Bailey. Um, yes, and they look so good. I was so excited for SmackDown. So now we go to the Sasha and Asuka promo. Um, yes, and uh, I really wish that Io Shirai had been in, had, had been added to this. Having NXT would have been really cool. But um, mm-hmm. Sasha is still acting like a bad guy, I notice. Like, Sasha is still yeah. full-on heel. Um, and what was really funny was it seemed like as if Asuka, like, it seemed like, it seemed like Sasha had a script and Asuka did not. <laughs> and yes, so Asuka exactly. just started yelling people's catchphrases for no reason whatsoever. And right. Sasha had no way to react to that. And it was it was... It was the t- yeah. It felt like when I was in film school, and every now and then when I'd want to be a dick, and I would just start improving when someone else was trying to like do the thing <laughs> as written. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Carmella attacks Sasha from behind, and Oscar's all like, "Eh, this isn't my business." <laughs> right. And she puts Sasha in the tree of woe and kicks her in the chest, and Oscar's kind of like, "Well, that was rude." Um, yeah. And. Uh, and and I realized Sasha was barefoot, and I wonder was she barefoot the whole time, or did she get knocked out of yeah, her footwear? No, I think she got knocked out of her shoes. I saw them on the ring. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I was like, wait the... a minute, how long has she been barefoot? Yeah, it was weird to see someone barefoot. Yeah, I was I was very surprised by that. So 
Let's mm-hmm. go to um, well, you know what? We'll we'll end on a good note. So let's yeah. So let's go to impact. Yes, let's go to impact. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have a Diana uh, Prazu and Kimberly uh, promo. Um, yes, and they're very happy. Yeah, and saying that her career is endless. And that Kimberly is very happy about what she did to Sue Young. Yeah. And uh, then the camera gets all fucked up. For way too long. Way, way. This was about like eight seconds too long. It should have been just like a two second glitch. Um, And then on the mirror is next week your time has come. Okay. It's a warning from Sue Young. Yeah. Cool. So now we go to my favorite, my uh, three of my favorite people. (sighs) Oh, God. So it's Caleb with a K. Yeah, I was going to say, well, I'm sorry, four if we count Caleb. Because yep. I was going to say, this match was like, ever, someone was just like, hey, who does Charles not like seeing in Impact? Let's put all right. of them in the match with, with Jessica Havoc. Yeah, it was fucking So stupid. it's Tennille Dashwood, who, as great as she used to be, has gotten to the point where I don't like her matches anymore. No, I don't care Alicia Edwards, who makes Lana look like fucking uh, Asuka. And Havoc, and then Nevaeh, who just is like Havoc's normal friend who's just happy to be there. Yeah, she's just like constantly smiling. I'm like, don't do Yeah, that. and I'm like, so Caleb with a K basically starts letting me know it's time to check my own Instagram. That's what I feel like when I see Caleb with a K. <laughs> it's yes. like, it's time for me to check my shit. And yeah. during this, I checked, I realized, because you've always been saying that she doesn't list herself as a wrestler. And I looked, and yeah, and she's like listed as a travel and lifestyle content creator tackling the world. Uh, and has a number as the uh, way to contact for business inquiries, collaborations, and bookings with no mention of wrestling whatsoever. Yeah, um, it's crazy. So then the match starts off. Um, I don't have very many notes for it, as you can imagine. But um, Alicia and and Nevea start doing what looks like two people having their first day of improv class. Yes. Like it's not even a conversation. It just feels like okay, we're supposed to have a conversation here. So let's just say stuff, and and uh, I don't know what we're supposed to say. So I'm I'm just gonna da, 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 da. like you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was on my own Instagram during this, but I noticed that Tennille does a dash woogie, which is just fucking stupid, but did make me laugh. Yeah. So um. I'm on. I I wrote. I'm honestly having problems paying attention or taking notes at this point. Yes. Um, Alicia at one point. Alicia, sorry, does a wheelbarrow flatliner to um mm-hmm. to Havoc. Uh, Havoc. And honestly, yeah. I couldn't even tell who did the move to who. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's not a good match. And I realize Alicia, Alyssa is also dressed like she's going to do her laundry. <laughs> like, doesn't, isn't she? Like, yeah, she is. And, and, like, all she's missing is, like, a fucking, uh, a little fucking thing of vodka in, like, a, a, a paper bag in one hand. I want one of those. In one hand and, and a cigarette in the other. And, like... Yeah. That's what that's what I look at when I see Alicia Edwards. I'm just like, oh mm-hmm. my god. So she did this incredibly sloppy X Factor, and then Havoc uh, beat her at a certain point. Um, yeah. And so they're moving on in the series. Yeah. So Nevea, how come no one just says to her, just glare, glare at people, stop smiling all just the shut time. Shut your mouth. Stop <laughs> smiling all the fucking time. It it yeah. you would be so much more intimidating. If you just were fucking glaring at people. Right. But instead, she literally is just happy, happy all the time she's there. She's just in, she's in the perkiest, most wonderful mode. Yeah, it's fucking And, and the commentators are telling us how scary she is while she's just, hey, everybody. 
everybody. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, she, yeah, I mean, that right there, I just look at her and I just think country-loving, uh, bagpipe-loving country girl. <laughs> oh. um, and then Jordan Grace is on the phone with someone who uh, retired, and apparently they will be her partner. Um, yep. Apparently it's going to be Taylor Wilde, who uh, I know her name. <laughs> cool. That is my entire experience with Taylor Wilde. Um, she was a former... So that was Impact. Yeah, yeah. So now let's go to another good match that, um, uh, despite the commentary, which we'll get into, right. and despite the stupid angle they tried to push during it, um, from AEW Dynamite, the NWA Women's Championship, uh, Serena Deeb versus Thunderosa. Yes. So, uh, first the bad. Um, God, that title looks like it cost $50. Yeah, it did. It, it... Oh my God! Like Jesus Christ! And so they start talking about uh, AW heels, which is the AW uh, thing for women, uh, women's wrestling fans. That, you know, not women's wrestling fans, women who are wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. So they also talk about men's wrestling. I mean, you can't. There, there's not enough women's wrestling in AW to have only a fan base about it. Mm-hmm. So this is just for the women who like AW in general. And Jim Ross, because he's a fucking 80-year-old sexist piece of shit, and when talking about AW Heels, he goes, hey, do they have bake sales? Just, like, shut the fuck up. Like, what, number one, why you're trying to get people to join this thing? Yeah. And immediately, Jim Ross is saying sexist bullshit. Why would any woman want to join something where the company themselves is insulting you this way. Seriously. Like, it's, oh my God. Like, it's, 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 I understand he's a fucking, and that's the thing. Jim Ross in the fucking 90s was one of the best commentators out there, but he, now he's just sitting there ruining his legacy. And he's learned nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, seriously, get a, get a different fucking commentator or don't allow Jim Ross to comment, commentate during the fucking women's matches. Yeah. So, anyway, now to the good, which was this match. Yeah. So, I love Thunder Rosa. I love Serena Deeb. They are so, they are so much better than everyone else in AEW. Right. They are. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, in the beginning, they're just like intertwined for a while. It was like watching an interpretive dance. Yeah, it was, Because well, they were just like, All these different and submission over. holds, yeah. and, and just, he's just showing the fundamentals. Um, yeah. And there was a really nice running senton by Thunder Rosa. And then, right. um, you know, uh, it, it, I'll, I'll tell you, they had a whole bunch of stuff during the picture in picture. And I have a lot of problems paying attention to picture in picture. Yeah, me too. It's really hard. Yeah. All I know is Thunder, when they came back, Thunder Rosa's knee appeared to be injured. Right. Um, but we never really figured out yeah. why. Because I was just yeah. like, eh, I can't. I, I fast forwarded through most of the picture in picture because I'm like, I, I, I can't watch that. Can't watch. Yeah. It. Like, what happens during a picture in picture if like the match ends? What that match ends? What what do they do? Well, it's not supposed to. Right. Um, that's why they have. But like, it's gonna happen. At no, point. <laughs> hopefully it won't because that's what producers. Yeah. If it does, a producer will get fired. Yes. That's that's what will happen. Is the guy who's in charge of the match will get fired for not uh, allotting TV time properly. Right. Um, but, um, you know, like, I mean, there's just, it, it, I mean, it was just really, it was a really solid match between two women who, 
Yeah, a lot of really good things happened. Yeah, and I want to see more of both of them. Yeah, it was do- it was really really good up until Reba Rebel shows up right. because and then Britt Baker attacks Thunder Rosa. Um, and then runs like a little bitch. Yeah, and then Serena <laughs> does a power bomb, but Thunder Rosa kicks out. And you can pretty much tell at this point, Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb had a match that they were going to do. Mm-hmm. And they were determined to do it. And what Britt Baker did, that was obviously Tony Khan was like, hey, I have a woman's wrestler and we don't want to give her a storyline. So let's just have her attack you in the middle of the match. And that'll right. be why you have a match, because otherwise we wouldn't have time to give Orange Cassidy time to give a thumbs up. Or we wouldn't have time to have the inner circle go to Vegas for a half an hour and and parody the fucking hangover. I'm not even kidding you. That was a thing that happened on AEW. That's for so about stupid. a half hour of like fucking three segments, they did a parody of the hangover. That's so so the men have that much time, but the women don't get any storylines unless your name is Brandy Rose. So, right. uh, you know, I mean, and there was another point um, talking about all the uh, people get various air. Uh, where Thunder Rosa did that, where she just fucking was in the air mm-hmm. for a whole bunch, for like two seconds or whatever. Um, there was this crazy, I don't even know what it's called, but, but it's like a Samoan drop, but like backwards that Thunder yeah, Rosa that did. Crazy. Yeah, but only got a two count, a whole bunch of pin reversals. And then there was some sort of, uh, I think it's called the Swiss Special. This, oh my God. Swiss Special by Serena. Swiss Special. Yeah. By Serena D. And she... Available at Macy's. Yeah, she wins. (laughs) She wins, and then Thunder Rosa... Like, they put Britt Baker back in the front row after attacking someone, which which either is... Which is not only bad writing, it makes Britt Baker look like a fucking moron. Yeah, it does. Like, why would you attack someone, run off, and then sit in the front row by their match? Yeah. So she gets her comeuppance and gets attacked. Yeah, so Duh. so they're obviously going to have a match. And I realize this is the entirety of their storyline. This is yeah, all the storyline that they're going to give these women. But I'm sure the inner circle will be able to go and do more musical numbers. will be able to do more Vegas adventures. And so yeah, stupid. so, you know, but this was a solid match. I really enjoyed it. It was. I really enjoyed yeah. it. I, I love seeing Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb. I wish the two of them could teach the other women in, in AEW. And I wish that the women could have storylines. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but once again, Tony Khan, you know what? You want to keep throwing your fucking money around. You got two people willing to fucking write your shit. Right. And the fact is that we're both also actors. So, you know what? We could very easily become on-air characters and actually give you something interesting to put on your show. Besides Orange fucking Cassidy and Chris Jericho doing his weird vaudeville humor. It's so stupid. Yeah, so that's... uh, I'm so angry. Yeah, so that (laughs) is this week in women's wrestling. So Again, tune in for the next episode. That'll be all about Survivor Series. Exactly. So, Chelsea, what was... There were a lot of really good matches this week. Yeah, I spent a lot of time thinking about this, but I've got my answers. Okay, well then, what is your match of the week? My match of the week, I have to give it to Kaylee Ray and Piper Nevin. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was just solid. It was adventurous. It kept me entertained. It was brutal. You could see. I, and it was really hard for me to pick this one. Mm-hmm. It really was. There were so many that I loved so much. But this one, definitely, it's, it was fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Awesome. My match of the week is, once again, it was it was tough. That was one of the contenders. There were, there were yeah. about, I think... Oh, man, I'm so bad at math. I'm, I'm good at so many other things, and then when it comes to math, I have to actually have to stop and think about it. 
Like he just like shuts. Yeah, down. it's like simple <laughs> arithmetic. I'm like, how many matches were there that I liked? Um, <laughs> like, uh, there were like four choices that I was really mm-hmm. torn between. Um, you know, uh, but I uh, I have to give it to Tennille and uh, no, um, I am. I, I'm just. Gonna, I was just gonna like stop doing this right now and be like, I quit. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai. Yes. Um, because I was just so impressed by that. And my, my, you know, I loved Piper Niven versus uh, Kaylee Ray, but I think Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley was just that much better. Yeah, I mean, that's my, my wrestler of the week. I'm still having a hard time whether it's going to be Rhea Ripley or Io Shirai. It was just, um, but I think that, you know, I'd pick Rhea because you know how much I, al- I always want blood. And we saw blood. <laughs> I was excited. That's not the only, that's not the only reason why I'd pick her. It's obviously just like her strength, her scream, her everything. The, just, it, it was incredible. But Io Shirai, man, for being such a little thing. And being a superhero, I just, I think that Io is probably my choice. Yeah, so my choice for the week is um, Io Shirai. I'm giving it to Yay. Io Shirai as well. Because uh, she just impressed the fuck out of me. Like, Io, like, after this match, it's like, who the hell is even going to be able to beat Io? Yeah, seriously. Like, I wonder if it's going to be another situation like Asuka. Asuka never lost the NXT title. Asuka yeah. was never beaten for it. Asuka fought... Asuka had it, I think, for 500-something uh, matches. She was undefeated. That's so crazy. And, like, you know, I, I wonder if it's going to be something similar with Io. Um, right. It, Asuka gave up the title when she moved up to Raw. Asuka right. never actually lost lost it. So I'm, uh, I'm you know, Io just, I, I can't wait to see what the future brings for Io Shirai. Me too. So. Uh, that was our podcast for the week. That was us uh, discussing women's wrestling. Um, and uh, we do want to thank you for uh, listening to us. And definitely make sure you check out our uh, our, our Survivor Series special, yes. which will be releasing also tonight. Um, in the meantime, you also should uh, check out our uh, crowdfunding campaign for our film, Bishop's Cove, mm-hmm. uh, igg.me slash A-T slash B-I-S-H-O-P S-C-O-V-E Bishop's Woo-hoo. Cove. Uh, Do it. All right. So, Chelsea, where can people find you? They can find me under their beds. <laughs> no, it's, um, that, it's And you laugh like that, dot, under their bed. <laughs> um, it's Chelsea.Lesage on Instagram. All right. And you can find me at Charles.D.Lincoln on Instagram. Mm. Um, and you can find us together at yep. CL squared productions at Instagram on Facebook and on YouTube. Woo-hoo. All right, people. Thanks for listening. Everyone. This has been anyway. So yeah. <laughs> thank you very much and tune in for our survivor series special. Hooray. All right. Bye. Toodles. 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 Bye. Bye.